0: Hello and welcome to the latest briefing from Heart Standard. My name is Joel Sked and I'm joined by my colleague James Kearney as we look ahead to the next round of league games for Heart of Midlothian Football Club. There has been and will no doubt continue to be plenty of discussion among supporters around the direction of the team, especially following Sunday's loss in the League Cup semi-final. This weekend's clash with Mulwell at Far Park is, uh, is certainly going to be huge going into the international break. Um, it will be then followed by nine games um, between the end of November and beginning of January going into the winter break. So we're going to discuss what needs to be done on the field to get Hearts into a much healthier position in, 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 the, in the premiership. I mean, the, the, the table just now um, sees Hearts sitting fifth. Uh, four points off third um but as anyone knows in the scottish Premiership, it is very bunched up there is six points between fourth and 11th um, six points between hearts and bottom place that johnson drew last night with with motherwell Um i watched the game last night motherwell weren't impressed at all and it's you're looking at a team it's like that is a team that Hearts should be going to fur park and uh, winning with, without having to be under too much pressure. But yeah, we are going to kind of discuss that we've, we've had 11 league fixtures and what, what needs to change in the next um, 11 league fixtures for Hearts to be in third place or at least um, closer than than the, the current four points to, to St and who could actually extend their lead because they play uh, at home to Hibs tonight. They've got a game in hand over Hearts. Uh, so I suppose, I mean, Elephant in the room. Um, I feel like expect there to be comments around. Uh, I know one change that can be made, i.e., uh, the managerial situation. Uh, get that, get understand the frustration. But as things stand, um, Steve uh, is very much uh, the head coach. So we just want you to kind of focus on the field and the key decisions that Naismith could and uh, may have to make in the in the coming weeks to see Hearts get into a, a much better position. Um, so James, kicking off, I suppose we're we're going to be putting up an article later this week, kind of looking back at the first eleven league fixtures. And one thing you've noticed is, or one thing you've you've written about is a, a more consistent lineup. I mean, we this is something we've probably talked about for um, a, a wee bit, um, usually prior to games when. Uh, uh, when the teams get announced, is that we don't, we never really know what team is, is going to be there. I mean, it could, uh, you look at it as a positive, you look at it as negative, but you'd like to see a more consistent lineup. Is it, would, you be, would that be fair?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, um, obviously there, there will be certain games where you'll have to, um, kind of radical to the team. So, you know, maybe going five at the back against Celtic and Rangers, for instance, fine, I get that. That's understandable. Or, you know, you might have certain players who, are, Particularly, particularly suited to certain games but I do think for the, for the most part I think a little bit of consistency can go a long way I mean I think particularly going forward as I'm, I know we'll go on to speak about that more specifically but we all know that hearts have struggled to create decent chances this season they're struggling to score goals and part of that is probably the chopping and changing I would think you know because you, you look at the teams that have been playing every week there's you look at the guys who are nailed on to start and it's Xander Clark, Kai Rules, Frankie Kent, Lawrence Shankland. It, kind of Vargas starts most games, and so does Calvin Noonhof. After that, it's kind of all bets are off. You yeah. know, there's not that many, you know, nailed-on starters week in, week out. So I think that I do, I do think that's maybe been a little bit of a problem in that. I, yeah, I think you lose that kind of, and you know, players need time to play alongside each other to get that understanding to get things moving a little bit quicker and I think you know, particularly in the final third or getting forward, that's really important, you know, having that being on the same wavelengths, having that yeah. kind of fluency and trying to find a way through and I think, you know, one of the things I would point out is that I think the defence has been largely quite settled certainly over the last five, six, seven games because of injuries to the likes of, um, like Atkinson and obviously Halkett's still coming back and you know, the defense is probably the part of the team which is working best at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so you do think that is you know, is it <clears throat> is that part of the reason the fact that <clears throat> these guys are generally playing next to each other every single game and you know they are developing that understanding they are making life a wee bit more difficult. So I think that a consistent team selection can definitely help. I mean, I think the even just think little things like the shape, you know, if um if it's uh a, a four two, three, one kind of, um you know we, we often see like, the, the structure in the midfield change like you know I think of you know, the game against St Mirren away where Devlin there's kind of three mids, a left winger but no right winger and um, you know sometimes there's you've got Beningame playing as a six or two mids in front of them sometimes it's two holding the and attacking mid in front of them sometimes it's two strikers up top sometimes it's Shanklin playing off Vargas sometimes it's Shanklin with two wingers there's just there, there seems to be a lot of um I don't want to say throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. That's maybe a bit harsh, but mm-hmm. I, just, I don't think Naismith knows what his best team is yet. And I think given that we're now, you know, 11 games into the league season, we're in November now, you should really, I think there should really, um, I think fans should really have a better idea of what the strongest team is. And right now I don't think we do know what it is.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is something that I've been like, kind of, it's, to and fro and from because you look at the defence and especially with Halkett coming back, it just it suits a back three and getting Frankie Kent, Halkett and rolls into a uh a, a three would would suit and then it only means one of Kingsley or Cochrane. However, you could argue that uh, you, you'd play if, like fit. You'd maybe go Halkett and Kent and just go right. This is two centre backs suited to Scottish football. They'll do uh, do the basics. But at the same time, mm. no one's really stepped up into that right-back spot since Atkinson's no. uh, since Atkinson's departed. We saw S- Toby Civic struggles at wing-back on on Sunday. We've seen a fire struggles there. Uh, so I, I can see the the, the back three, and uh, it suits some players. And then going forward, sometimes I think with the back three, it just looks it looks a wee bit too safe. Especially you go back to Saturday, Civic was playing uh, mm. wing-back, whereas having Forrest out there, um, does that Cochrane is, is a good wing back, but he's, again he's, he's he's not a winger. And then you've only really got um, Vargas and Vargas and Shankland. And then you really happen to play a ten there, whether it's Boyce or uh, Boyce or Lowry to add another attacking player. Whereas if it's a four two three one, you can get uh, you can get Shankland, Vargas, Oda, uh, Oda, Forest, and Boyce or Lowry, and you, you've got probably more attacking options there. So mm. I do think. <laughs> it's the, the difficulties. If, see if Atkinson was Atkinson was fit. I would. I would very much be going. Like right, you, you play a back four. Uh, you kind of settle a back yep. four. And like you said, you change it from. You can change it for for certain games, especially away at those away at those firm where you probably want a bit more defensive uh, uh, solidity. But more than most, if you had Atkinson, it lends itself to a back four, um, and then kind of four two three one, and you get more attacking players, attacking players in there. But at the moment. There's, I've I've not seen enough consistency or solidity from either Cibaka or Fire to justify saying right mm-hmm. they are, uh, they're ideal for the the right back slot in a back four and then you do think right if it's let's stick with the back three but then if we do it has to be James Forrest as as the right wing back to or Oda uh, mm-hmm. to provide Alan a course. bit more. Alan Forrest, uh, G- Jesus! It's honestly, it's, it's 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 ten, fifteen years of uh, just James Forrest has been in and around <laughs> Scottish football. So yeah, I, I I agree that I think there um it probably does need to be a wee bit more, a wee bit more consistent. I asked Nathan if, about it previously this the season in terms of the I think it was around Shankland, and he made the point with like. Shankland is getting used to different different people he's coming in. He's I talked about Vargas due to injuries. Vargas having to come in and play too much. But he, he, I think he understands that they need to develop um, partnerships relationships. But he still has been chopping and changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, I think that probably leads us on to the next point is that Hearts need to... Uh, this is very simple isn't it? what they need to do. Start scoring more goals. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the uh, goals for column in uh, the Scottish Premiership, you have Hearts, who have scored 10 goals in 11 games. Only Livingston and St Johnston have scored fewer. I mean, it, it, it probably doesn't, it doesn't even matter who scored fewer. It's the fact that Hearts have scored, uh, are averaging less than a goal a game. That is just
1: really, really poor. It is, yeah. And it's not what you expect from a Hearts team, you know, particularly you, you look at the players that are in that squad, the attacking players, obviously Shankland, but, you know, even guys like, Boyce, Oda, Vargas—these are all guys that you know should be able to contribute and should be getting on the score sheet mm. Because if you, get, you know, even like um, players in midfield scoring goals—I mean, that seems to be something that's just completely disappeared altogether. That we don't really seem to get much of that at all anymore. Um, so I think that yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously not good enough. Like you need to do a lot, lot better than that if you've got any hopes of um, you know pushing for third, trying to get that Europa League spot. You need to be scoring a lot more goals and it's interesting the hearts because you know they, they do average a lot of shots per game mm-hmm. like you know yep. in terms of you know across the whole league they're one of the best they, they average more shots than most but the big problem is that they're not very good ones you know that, that that's the problem they're all quite low Xg quite low probability and I think that's partly to do with the fact that hearts are slow when they build up i think I think that's the reality of it you know they don't get the ball back to forward quickly. And, and maybe catch defenses out of position. It's almost always try to break down, you know, seven, eight, nine men behind the ball. Try to find a wee gap, but then even when you do find that wee gap, it's so congested that it can be really difficult to get a, a decent sh- effort at goal away. So I think yeah, that's a big problem. I mean, we've talked about it before as well, but you know, Janelli's um, not really been replaced, and I think you know that's definitely hampered Hearts in that regard. Like I say, because they don't have that. Um, that player who can kind of get in behind the stretch stuff and allow them to play a wee bit quicker. So I think the fact, I think part of it is because of the fact that in, podes- in, in possession hearts can be quite pedestrian, and I think that you know it gives the opposition time to organise. It gives the opposition time to make sure that everyone's marking, everyone's in the right areas, and it just means that when the hearts end up do eventually do having a shot, it's often not a great one. I mean, I think the game, think of the game against Livingston never it, the, the, a week ago where. I think by the end of it, I think Hearts had had 25 shots, which is obviously a lot. Yep. Um, they got one goal. Yeah, fantastic. But there weren't too many like, clear-cut chances. You know, it was a kind of spe- a lot of it was kind of speculative, and I think that's what needs to improve. Because again, we've talked about it before. But you know, when I look look, look at Hearts' passing stats, you know, things like um, deep completions, like passes in and around the box, that's all quite good. It's all relatively yep. high compared to the rest of the league but yet yeah, the shots are rubbish, <laughs> you know, the shots aren't, they're not taking shots in good areas. So that says to me that you need to be, there needs to be a bit more urgency there, I think. And I think, you know, fans, I think we can see, we've seen that most weeks is the fact that um, in games where hearts are playing, um, basically anyone apart from Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen, or Hibs, basically in those kind of games, they do really struggle to, um, to get to yeah actually fashion chances and that's probably down to the fact of like i say i think they are being a wee bit too slow getting forward and there's also probably a bit there's probably not enough creativity in midfield either yeah
0: i think that's 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 a point um just I've, I've just just glanced at the comments just now and a point they uh, um hey uh, graham's made um apart from a um most of very similar very kind of de- de- mm. uh defensive and it, it's like I wouldn't, necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily, like, Neuenhoff, Devlin and Bingham anyway, are defensive. I just don't think they are, um, they're just attacking enough. They just don't have that kind of real pass in them. And it's something that we talked about on, uh, kind of wrote about on, from Sunday's game, where when players have a pass on, they are too safe with that pass. And, this was probably the case under Nielsen as well. And remember seeing Nielsen quite agitated as the sidelines when um, when they take too long to make a, a, a certain pass or get it forward. Naismith's been the same. Uh, he's he's kind of urgently get fought forward. And then it's just they take either a uh, player takes a, a touch too much, hesitates, get almost like that, lacks conviction in what he wants mm. to do, or if he's. Wanting to get it out wide to Cochrane, for example, rather than going straight to Cochrane, who's open, maybe go to Rogues first, and then Rogues will go to Cochrane. That allows teams to come back and uh, get into a defensive position, which we have seen so often this season. And you're right; the, the stats are—if you just look at the stats—they were they are um, encouraging for how Harps get into the um, Harps getting in the final third. I mean, only Celtic have played more passes per game inside the opposition box. Uh, but they, they, the problem with Hearts is that when they're making these passes in the opposition box, the opposition usually have about eight folk back yeah. ready to uh, snuff out or block a, uh, block a shot. Uh, so I, And then it's like, oh, we should take more long-range shots. Hearts are quite high up in the league in terms of hitting shots from distance. But again, it's because they often do it with loads of players behind the ball. And that is a, it's probably the key attacking change that needs to be made. Hearts fans have been promised to kind of aggr- front through aggressive... Football, we've not seen that this season. Seen glimpses of it last season uh, under the seven games uh, of uh, the next with interim charge. One or two bits this season, but not nearly enough to be uh, kind of convincing or inspirational for uh, fans to get really excited. Uh, really excited about. There needs to be more, just direct play. More, I just. I thought Neuenhoff have watched them in... Uh, the E League playing alongside, um, is, it, is it Morgan Schneiderlin? Uh, guy who used to play for Man United. Yeah. Um, and he was someone who looked like right. He's going to get the ball from ATB, whether it was running or or passing. But he's he, he's shown signs of it, but not really taking the midfield by kind of the scuff of the neck and and, and done that. So uh, it's a real, um, that's something that really needs to change. Is a, a far more directness within the midfield.
1: Yeah, no, I think we can. All, I think we can all agree on that. I think we can all see that. I think that, um, you know, like like Graham said, like yeah, you know, a lot of the midfielders they're not the most um, attacking minded players. I mean, I lost I lost count of the amount of times in the Livingston match, for instance, when Benigni was actually you know maybe quite central, 20, 25 yards out, he's got time to hit a shot if he wanted to, but obviously that's not his game. You know, he's not very good at that. You know, there's a reason he's not hitting the shot because he he can't really do it, and it's just that kind of thing of like if you had maybe someone who can you know strike a ball in there maybe all of a sudden you start getting shots away you start getting chances and who knows what happens so yeah i think there there's definitely part of that um but again i think you're right it comes back to this thing about the whole team tending to pick the safe option when in possession rather than trying to take risks and see what happens i mean to be fair i think the one player who his gambles pretty much every time he gets the ball is probably Alex Lowry, yeah. And obviously we all, we can see that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and it can get quite frustrating on the days where it's not working for him. Um, so I can, I can I can definitely see that, but I do think that it's a question of just basically just getting the ball up up the park quicker because right now again it's you know they're, hard, they're not moving opposition players around, they're not moving opposition defenses around. They're it's basically just trying to break down a very solid structure, which is always going to be incredibly difficult. Um, and I think the only way to do that again is yeah, you need to be a bit faster, you need to be a bit more urgent, a bit more direct. Um, because you know players like Vargas, Forest, Oda, they, they have got the pace to hurt teams. They're not like all lightning quick, but you know they're fast enough they can get in behind and they're faster than most defenders. You know they can get they can make life difficult for them. But I just don't think we're seeing enough of that really at all. Um. So yeah, I think it's just yeah, I think it's just a bit, it's a little bit meandering at times, you know. And like for all the for all the, you know that gives you defensive security, at the other end, it does mean the goals have dried up. I mean, I'm sure most people have seen the, um that tweet from Pine Bovril the other day where it was talking about the amount of goals that, have, that are scored at either end for every club in the country. At were the second lowest, you know, and I think that, that I think that says a lot about what we've been seeing so far, and that it's just. It it's not the most entertaining stuff at the moment, and when it's not entertaining, um, that makes life, you know, f- supporters lose patience a lot quicker when it, when it, they're not even being entertained. I mean, look at someone like McInnes at Aberdeen, and you know, like they, you know, he was doing a pretty decent job all in. You know, it's was like they are performing relatively well, but the football was born And then so, so as soon as return, as soon as results turn, you've got nothing else to fall back on. So uh, yeah, I think definitely there needs to be a lot more. It like to see a bit more creativity in the team, and again, just a bit more intent. So, I think that's what I think that's the big thing. Is just there's not that much we're not seeing that intent on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, I mean, I again, mean, I think that goes back to um, a, a mentality issue. Just be that's a, a, just the aspect of, of of play that if you're not wanting to be um, wanting to be aggressive, and I think that was that was a mental thing on on Sunday where there was options to move it. Uh, quickly and forward and it was it was almost like mm, sh- should we do it just in case and the flip side is you, you talked about the pie and bovel stat there the number of goals in a, in Hearts games the, the, the flip side is that the team have been good defensively I think there's yep. been um, probably the numbers if, if, numbers maybe in terms of Keane's uh, been slightly generous but we've we've been solid and again the, allowing uh, Being a bit more meandering was probably giving the team a bit more of a a solid base in which to Mm -hmm. in which to defend and they're less less likely to concede. But yeah, there needs to be a balance and the balance is not really uh, struck right at the moment. And one thing within within that in terms of being more threatening and attacking is something that you've uh, already written about the season, James. Is goals are a threat from set pieces still not mm. conceded uh, so still not um so don't you like, still don't think we've scored a goal from uh, uh a set piece in the league this season i'm still going to double check that
1: um I don't, I don't think so unless you count unless you count um lowry's goal but in the, in the derby but i wouldn't say that is because that's a kind of second phase of play and all that kind of stuff like i mean, I mean they like quite generous to call that a set piece goal but set up, piece, up. The, 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 the set piece thing is it's. It's kind of the hearts team in a microcosm because we've, saw it, we've
0: scored one. One, sorry. Scored, yeah. Right. So, uh, ourselves, Motherwell and Livingston are the only teams to have scored fewer than two goals. Dundee and Aberdeen have uh, scored six apiece, Cormarnik and St Johnson on four.
1: Right. No, again, I think, I think this is the whole thing in a microcosm in that going forward. Um, you know, attacking set pieces, Hearts are not making the most of them whatsoever. You know, but they, they get lots of them. Certainly, when I wrote that article a week or two ago, um, you know, at that point, uh, Hearts were averaging the most set pieces in the league. You know, that's the most uh, most corners in the league, most attacking indirect free kicks in the league, and yet they had one of the lowest xGs from attacking plays in the league. So you know, it shows you that yeah, they're they're getting the opportunity, but they're just not making the most of them. Whereas at the back. Again, they're actually doing quite good. I don't, I don't think they've. I think Tavernier's free kick the other day, that was probably the first. I think that's the first set piece that Hearts have conceded this season. Yeah, you know, and conceded, I know that. Not conceding in the league. I, I know that. Um, I know fans, you know, some fans are getting a bit annoyed that, you know, the whole team come back for corners and deep free kicks. You know, you've got 10 men, 11 men in the box. But the, the, the flip-, flip side of yeah, that <laughs> is, yeah, the flip side is oh, they're not conceding. So, you know, okay, it's a bit. It's maybe. A bit much but it is working so i don't i don't know if um that's a the biggest concern at the moment you know so i, I but like we're saying you know, like attacking set of pieces are the problem part of it is just because i don't think there's that many targets to aim for <laughs> when you look at the heart squad you look at the players that are playing most weeks and um, you know you've got what probably kent rose shankland maybe civic like those are the guys you're aiming for and it's not great, <laughs> um, in terms of you know, guys who are actually gonna win their headers, get and get a shot on target. Um you banks I mean, bank not gonna do it the most, but obviously he's gonna be marked by two, sometimes three players at these kind yeah. of instances. So yeah, it's a problem for sure.
0: It's um that is uh um uh, uh, that's a, that that's a conversation for another day. But my um my uh, irritation with the lack of Big physical hearts, in this team yeah. is, uh, is is a frustration. Uh, but we'll, we'll save that for uh, we'll save that for another day. Um, I suppose one of the last things I want to touch on is the is the record at Tink Castle this season. In that, if there's one thing that really does need to improve from the first round of fixtures to the second round of fixtures, is the result at Tink at, at, at Tink Castle and Gorgie at the moment. Dundee, St uh St Mirren, Rangers, Celtic, uh, as expected, and Kilmarnock all have a better home record than Hearts. Hearts have got uh, have won eight points from six games, scored just six goals at home. Um whereas you look at Kilmarnock, they average two points, um uh, average two points per game at home. St midden, two points per game at home. Um why is it flicked, flicked round? I'm not sure what the, my, my phone's in there, but yeah. So Aberdeen, Komarnik, I've, I've averaged two gate uh, two points per game at home. That's something the that heart should be doing at the bare minimum at Tyne Castle. and uh, they've done it a lot of times in the past. Is make Tynecastle that that fortress and a, a difficult to place to come, a nightmare to play. So it's not really been that far away sides of the season. I think um, only in terms of a team who've you've came and just like looked miles off it, where Aberdeen. Livingston mm. came with a game plan. Frustrated Hearts for a long time. Celtic obviously eased to um, uh, eased to a, a win. There was uh, the derby played really well. Actually, I still think played really really well. And derby should have should have won it except for that ninety seconds. But like you mm. look at Kamara and Motherwell came and uh, did really well. And it was they came and they kind of knew what they needed to do and it wasn't really made uncomfortable for them, which I think no matter who comes to Tyne Castle, they should be made to feel very, very
1: uncomfortable. No, definitely. I mean, you know, it's it's supposed to be one of the most intimidating venues in Scotland, you know, and it's it, and yet, like you say, there's that, there isn't that kind of fear factor around at the moment. I mean, you think, look back to I think the Motherwell game in particular where Motherwell were the better team that day. They, they deserved the three points. They were, you know, they, they absolutely deserved it and okay yes they were in excellent form at the time and all that kind of stuff but even still i mean hearts should be you know they should be winning most games at home obviously but then even the games where they are dropping points you'd expect them to at least be like you know maybe it's the better side and just you know a couple of moments go against them maybe they get you know maybe you know they miss a you know hearts miss a sitter the other team get a dodgy penalty something like that you know that happens but again there's not there's not that really um Certainly, earlier on in the season, there wasn't really that sort of sense of control. I think we're maybe seeing that a little bit more, but then that's perhaps down to the just the fixture list, you know, playing like Livingston, for instance, who just don't apparently want to score goals ever and they're just going to sit back the whole time, you know, things like that where it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're going to get a lot more of the ball. But no, I mean, the Hearts is home for them. Any club's home form. If you want to achieve anything, you're going to, you know, you need to be winning the majority of your games at home. And okay, I can understand, like, Celtic or Rangers, you know, those are going to be difficult games to get game and from, I understand that. But every other team in the league, Hearts should be, should be definitely be, like, you know, looking they shouldn't be losing any games, I would argue very few games anyway to teams outside the old firm and I think certainly um, in terms of <laughs> I, answer, I think the biggest disappointment is just, to, again, to go back to the scoring thing, but it's goals, you know, Hearts aren't scoring enough goals at home and like, you know, think you know, Time Castle can be a really difficult place to go, and especially if Hearts get an early goal, they can send you on your way, and then it can be, it's not, it can be a real mountain decline to, to get back into it at that point. But again, it's just we're not seeing that kind of that pressure, that urgency that can kind of rattle opposition teams because opposition teams right now are coming to Time Castle by and large, and they're going, you know, hey, we're going to sit back, we're going to keep it compact, we're going for straight, and you know a lot of time that has worked so far so yeah I think that there does need to be there definitely needs to be improvement in terms of home form just because I mean if it continues as it is you know never mind Europe like top six could be in doubt you know you know you need to be getting like you know winning the majority of your games at home that's just the reality of football Um. so yeah you'd you'd expect there to be a lot more improvement there but again that's gonna have to come from what we we're talking about earlier, you know, it has to come from you know putting more pressure on opponents, playing with greater urgency, trying to unsettle them, trying to disrupt them. Because right now, hearts aren't really doing that at home in home games, and that's that's a problem. Yeah, and it's um, it's not
0: to worry because it's only Craig Levine and St Johnson that are coming to Tink Castle uh, <laughs> uh, for the uh, for the next match. So um, how did that look? <laughs> That's uh, and they did St. Johnson uh, to be uh, watching the game last night. It looks um, they will look better. Um,
1: that's not saying is, much. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> no, I know, I know. I know that's, that's not saying much. I mean, I'm watching. I mean, we'll, we'll, put, we'll come on to on Friday's Friday show. Um, I may get Scott because I, I you might do in the press, or we'll decide on that. But I think Scott uh, might get Scott on to uh, chat with myself or yourself. Um, Looking ahead to the Motherwell game, but watching the game last night, two, I think, really poor sides. Um, that Hearts should be looking at six points. And so it, 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 the whole, there's never an easy game. And yeah, you need to um, you need to be fully focused, treat everyone with res- uh, like, uh, respect, when in the game, but. You're looking at these two next games thinking six points is the is, is, is the bare minimum for mm. those two games. Two particularly teams are, with the games are to come as well, you know. Exactly to get points on the board. and are gonna have to do it, it now. Exactly, because you look after that, you're away to come who as we've as we talked about rugby park, they've hit some very difficult place to go. Saying that we did win in the League Cup. Yeah. But then you've got I um, can't remember which order, but Aberdeen, Celtic, Rangers, Hibs, Saint Mirren—all before the new year. Hmm. Not easy, not easy. So no, (laughs) yeah, the. I think the it's not. I don't think it's saying out of turn to say that Saturday's massive, and then. The two games after the international break are absolutely massive as, as as well, and we all know a lot can a lot can change in that time. But um, in the time being, thank you very much, James. Uh, thank you very much for everyone for listening. You can, if you've uh, if you've just joined or. Um, want to listen to it again, not sure why you would, but if you want to listen to it again, uh, it is available on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts as well as a podcast, you can download it. Uh, Be sure to check out heartstandard.co.uk. We have some stuff going up this week, or have had stuff go up this week around the B Team and Academy, and also looking ahead to um, kind of look... (laughs) looking back to look ahead if that makes uh, makes sense looking at what um uh, the, the the first round of fixtures and what's to come. So uh, yep and anything else will be any latest or breaking news will be on the site as well. So thank you very much for listening and goodbye.